Hello, hello, and welcome to Meaning of Lucas. So I have not been on this podcast for quite some time now, but I wanted to jump back in and hopefully start up some more pods for you guys. So if you miss my voice, if you love my voice, if you can't live without it, I might be back. I don't know. So um, in the time that I've been absent, uh, I have had another baby. I had a baby girl. She is over one years old now. I believe when I started this podcast, I did not have my son yet, or maybe he was just born. I think he was just born. Um, But anyways, this podcast is what launched my YouTube channel at home with Lucas. So without this podcast, without me talking to a microphone and trying to figure out uh, the ins and outs of life a little bit, um, I would never have made it over to YouTube. And now I have over 3,400 subscribers, and I'm on my way to 4,000 subscribers. I have many, 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 many different companies sending me products to review, and I am fully sponsored. Yes, Don Pablo Coffee is my sponsor. So if you love good coffee, go check out their website, donpablocoffee.com, and buy some of their beans. They're amazing. Um, That's not an ad, hopefully. It didn't come across as an ad, but anyways, I wanted to jump back into the podcast world. I feel like my voice is growing. My ability to communicate with others out there is growing, and I would definitely like to post all of this on a YouTube channel, um, maybe at Home with Lucas Pod or Meaning of Lucas Pod, something like that. Uh, because I now have the ability to record very easily. I have many, many different ways to record uh, video, I should say. Um, All of this also is being recorded on the Movo web mic. So if you love my voice and you think it sounds better, that is because this is on the Movo web mic. They actually sent me out this microphone for a review. Uh, This is not a sponsored uh, podcast or anything like that. This is just me talking into my new microphone and being excited. I love new tech, and this one seems to be decent. I haven't finished the full review on it, but that will be live on my At Home with Lucas YouTube channel at some point. So you could go head over there and take a full gander. Take a gander? I don't know. Take a peek. Take a peek. But I wanted to tell you a story real quick. I wanted to tell you a, it's a warning. This is a warning story. Uh, It has a happy ending. No one died. Um, But it's definitely uh, an informative, I should say, story. So we have um, gas in our house. So we have a gas furnace. We have a gas hot water heater. We have the ability to have a gas stove. We have a gas fireplace. Our gas water heater went out. It died on us. It was dying for the past year and a half, but we just kind of let it keep going. We would turn up the heat, turn down the heat, do all that fun stuff. And finally, it just it kicked the bucket. It died on us. So we contacted our rental company, TNH, and we put in a request for a fix. I thought they were going to come out and put another Band-Aid on it. But they said it's probably going to need to be replaced, and that's what they told us before any of the plumbers got to our house. So 8 a.m., a plumber arrived uh, 
middle-aged guy, maybe 40, and then um, possibly his son or a younger guy in his late teens, early 20s. They showed up at 8 a.m. They started the process of removing the old water heater, and they then had to go buy a new one from Home Depot. So they took off for a couple hours. We were a little bit annoyed because we had no heat and we had no water. <laughs> so we couldn't uh, flushy the toilet or warm our bodies. It was a little bit annoying because I'm pretty sure he could have left the main water on and just shut off the water to the hot water heater. But this guy was a little bit silly. He was silly from uh, the moment uh, we started talking to him in the beginning. Um, so he did not do that. Uh, the gas had to be shut off from the main valve because you cannot have the main valve on and have the water heater. Actually, no, I take that back. I think he could have done the same thing. This guy just shut everything off from the main and and left us uh, left us high and dry for well over two hours um, not sure why it took that long. Don't know what he was doing, but they do get paid by the hour. So yeah. Anyways, long story long, short story short, he comes back with the hot water heater and he begins the install process. During this time, I'm doing my 645 beach body workout. Yes, people, I am now on the beach body. Woo! Uh, my beautiful wife, uh, she got me involved with it and I'm addicted now. The 645 program is absolutely amazing. Six days a week, 45 minutes, 645. Anyways, I was doing that. I was breaking a good sweat. Um, as I do, I was completely drenched when I heard him say, all done. Um, I, I was in the next room, so I barely heard what he was saying. But all I heard is he said, it's all done and hot water will be on in one hour. So he takes off and I'm like, cool, we have a new hot water heater. I'm going to be able to take a nice hot shower. So I finished my workout probably 15 minutes after he left, went out into the living room, talked to my beautiful wife, and was excited. I wanted to see this new hot water heater. Our old one was from 2006, people. Yes, 2006. Can you believe it? I cannot. Anyways, 2006 is a dinosaur age for hot water heaters, so I really wanted to see the high tech on this new piece of machinery, this new hot water heater. So I crack open our small, um, I crack open the door to our small laundry room. Our laundry room is probably, I kid you not, it's probably seven by eight. It is a little tiny rectangle, very small, very compact. So I crack that door open to go in and look at the hot water heater when my nose tells me there is a gas smell in this laundry room. That is what my nose told me. I have not necessarily been around gas before, but I do have a very sensitive nose and it picks up a lot of information and it tells me things that are very accurate. So he, my, he, my, my nose tells me gas leak. I turn around to my beautiful, amazing wife and I tell her it smells like gas. She says, I was just in there and I thought it smelled like some kind of machine oil, some new equipment smell um, as you might have when a flame is heating up a new water heater. So I immediately said again, it smells like gas and danger and poison. And she did not um, take that into any sort of like, um, she didn't take that as something that was important. She just said, I don't think it smells like that. And we kind of left it at that. We both just kind of said, okay, I kind of felt a little bit um, 
I, I was a little bit put off by the way that she responded to me. She, um, in hindsight, she, she responded with, um, I was just saying what I thought and that's kind of how we left it. So, um, so she goes and, and takes a shower and she gets ready for work. She takes off. This is about one 30 when the guy put in the hot water heater, she left about two. So from two until about 4 PM, I constantly was going into that laundry room saying it smells weird. I don't understand what's going on. I would crack the door to the garage. And then eventually I started to leave the door completely open and then open the big garage door. We have a small one car garage and it filled up the laundry room and the one car garage. Even with the door open, I could still smell it very, very strong. So I started to kind of freak out, but I kept telling myself, you know, don't be paranoid. <laughs> don't make a mountain or a molehill into a mountain. And I just kind of was going back and forth in my head. Like, is this an emergency or is this not? I've never dealt with a gas leak a day in my life. I never lived, I've never lived in a home with gas. I've always lived with all electric, everything. So this is all brand new to me. We've lived here for three years now and we've not had any sort of issues with gas. So I'm going back and forth on what to do. Finally, I just shut off the gas to the hot water heater. That kind of made it worse. <laughs> That's when it, I noticed the rotten egg smell. And everything I read online said, if you smell rotten eggs, you have a major problem. So I shut off the main valve to the whole house, which means there is no gas coming in to our house whatsoever, period, the end. I wait about 45 minutes, I go in there and it's completely clear of any odor at all. And I can actually smell my Tide Pods and dryer sheets. I was like, oh, I forgot that you could smell things like that in here earlier that day, literally 7 a.m. in the morning when I went in there, I could smell the Tide Pods and the dryer sheets. So I knew that the room did not have an odor prior to the hot water heater being changed. So once I did finally shut it off and I smelled it clear, I knew, I knew 100% we had a gas leak. So I, long story long, I end up calling the plumber. The plumber says, that he couldn't have, he could have someone out there at 8 a.m. I call Citizens Gas because I'm like, I need a, pr I need proof that this is really a gas leak. So call Citizens. They come out really, really fast. Within like 30 minutes, they were at my door in the garage, in the laundry room, and they start running the tester around the different pipes. I tell the guy, I shut off the main valve right there. He finally flips the valve on. Within a matter of seconds, I smell gas. He's running his little sniffer around the pipes. Boom, we find where it shows bright red. That means it's a major gas leak, major, major, major. And that, that pipe runs down to the hot water heater. So the, the pipe that goes from the hot water heater up to the main um, pipe was completely gushing out gas, <laughs> completely gushing out gas. And um, the guy goes, yep, you have a gas leak. And it turns out that when I turned off the gas to the hot water heater, that meant all the gas was going out the leak, causing it to leak even more. Whereas before it was running into the hot water heater and getting burned off a little bit. And then there was only a little bit leaking out. So that was a life lesson that I learned. Um, don't assume that the plumber did shoddy work and that the plumber didn't uh, did 
didn't seal up everything on his end, assume maybe there's a problem up at the top and shut the main off first. So the citizens guy is like, okay, I have to shut off your your gas from the outside, which means we won't be able to turn it on until your plumber comes back or a plumber comes back and seals everything up so there's no more gas leak. And I knew once that happened, I was like, this is not going to be a couple hours. This is going to be a full night before we get our gas turned back on. Luckily, it was only going to be 32 degrees that night, and we had four little pocket heaters. So that was good. So he takes off. Long story long, the plumber ends up coming back out, the exact plumber that effed the job up. If someone comes out to your house and they mess up your gas and they cause a gas leak and you call the company, the um, the head of the company, and you tell them, hey, your, your guy that you sent out caused a gas leak. And if that guy sends the same plumber back out, you know you're dealing with a shoddy garbage company. Oh my God. When he came back out to my house at first, I was like, I'm going to lose my mind on this person because he put my family and my life in risk. But at the same time, I was like, I need someone to fix this ASAP. And this is the only guy I have. So I had to just grin and bear it people. I just said, you know what? I'm going to talk to him. Like I talked to everyone else. I'm going to be very nice. And give him the benefit of the doubt and pray to the sweet universe that he fixes everything. Sure enough, after 10 minutes, yes, people, 10 minutes, he had it completely sealed up to his belief. And he tells me his theory. Oh, I could not believe he was going to tell me his theory. Oh, my theory is that we actually tugged on this line and it's because the line was so long and blah, 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 blah. I'm just like, you you effed it up, dude. Just own up to it. Don't give me some bullcrap theory. But I was really nice. I said, you know what? That's probably right. That's what I was thinking. And he went on his sweet, merry way. And I contacted citizens. And like I thought before, they were not able to get out for um, until the next morning. So they finally came out the next morning, turned on our gas. We survived. But here is the life lesson, people. You need to remember this always. The person that smells gas, you must believe them to the fullest. Never doubt the person that thinks they smell gas. Even if they're the most paranoid person in the world, like I am, (laughs) you need to listen to them. Call your gas company ASAP. Get them over there immediately. Even if it's the smallest gas leak, that can lead to health problems and fire and damage and then ultimately death. So if you think you're smelling gas, call your company. They'll come out for free. They will test your stuff and they'll figure it out. They're amazing. If you have citizens like I do, these are real people. They come over. They actually care about what they're doing. They care about you. They care about your family, and they want to help you out. I was totally blown away by the two different people that came out for my problem. They were absolutely amazing. I should actually give citizens a five-star rating. I don't know how to do that, but big, big thumbs up to them. But I'll never live in a house again that has gas. I will always hunt for an electric home. As I go into the future, this is hopefully the last house I'll ever live in with gas. It is terrifying to think about that you have a a potential gas that could leak out at any moment and cause 
harm or death. I definitely felt felt lightheaded that day and um, a little bit confused. So those are two signs of gas poisoning. I was the one going in and out of that laundry room. My kids never got anywhere near it. So thankfully they were fine. I am fine, of course. I'm talking to you right now. But <laughs> yeah, so remember, if someone thinks they smell gas, they are the one to believe. And if you feel like you don't smell gas, just suck it up, bite your tongue and say, call the gas company. They will come out. They will check it out. Now, the main thing you need to do is know where your main shutoff valve is in your house. If you know where that is, you need to go to that immediately. If you smell gas, shut it off. Because what will happen is if you don't do that, they will tell you to evacuate your house, which is sort of a mandate slash um, something you should do. If you shut off your main gas valve and you air out your house, then they're going to say you can stay in it. No big deal. Um, but worst case scenario, you're going to have to go sit in your car for 30 minutes while they come and uh, inspect your house. No big deal. Um, but yeah. Definitely believe, believe, believe the person who smells gas first. And yeah, if you're if you're right that it wasn't gas, you can talk about it after they come and inspect your house. So that is my gas water heater story. I didn't want to tell it, but that is that is my life right now. A gas water heater has consumed more than 24 hours of my life, and I thought I would share it with you. So Wow, we are 18 minutes into this pod, people. All right, so I talked about my daughter being born. She is super healthy. She's super smart. Uh, cutest baby in the whole dang world. Um, my boy is about to turn three years old. Holy bejesus, people. Um, I am slowly building up my YouTube channel to the point where I'm actually making a little bit of money. Still not enough to support my whole family off my YouTube channel, but I'm getting there. I'm also getting into eBay. So I'm starting to sell some of this stuff on eBay. Um, so I'm super excited about that. But yeah, I hope to come back to this pod more often and fill you guys in. I know there's some people out there that are probably like, yes, I can hear his voice again. This is awesome. Um, I wish there was a way for you to communicate better with me. I think podcasting is so one-sided. You have the guy, the person talking, and then you have the people listening, and there's not really a good way to get straight to them. And that's why I love YouTube so, so much. The communication is key. I love getting comments. I've learned so much from the YouTube comments. It's unreal. And podcasting doesn't have that. You know, People will tell you straight up, what they think you should do with your YouTube channel and how you should do better, or they'll just tell you you suck <laughs> in a very harsh, aggressive way. I think YouTube's getting a little bit better now that they got rid of the dislike button. I've, I've noticed comments are less aggressive and less crazy. Um, but yeah, the past two years of pod, of YouTubing, I definitely got my fair share of people um, saying really crazy things to me, like pretty crazy stuff. Um, but yeah, this is going to be the end. I'm going to wrap it up there. Hopefully this Movo web mic sounds delicious. Hopefully my voice sounds crisp and clear and I have good bass tones. Um, but yeah, once again, I thank you so much for lending me your ears and I will catch you in the next one. Bye-bye.